asking Reddit, should I pay for life insurance or save for retirement? We're going to talk about it coming up on the show next. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. All right, welcome back. My name is Kirk, and I'm not a financial expert. But I'm Jake. I am the financial expert. And together, Kirk and I talk about financial planning. We scour the internet for financial articles, and we talk about the economy, all with the express purpose of helping our listeners build wealth, both today and into the future. And now we are scouring Reddit (laughs) as a new series we're doing, basically, (laughs) on questions people are asking on Reddit. Because... You know, I think the reality is that many of us do go to the internet for answers to questions that, you know, if we don't have a financial planner, we don't have many people in our lives who are financial savvy, or even if we do, we just want to get other opinions. Like that's one of the great benefits of the internet. So we have this question. Why don't you go ahead and read the question uh, since you you seem to like this one because it's interesting – it's it seems like it's pretty obvious and I, I want to read some of the comments that he got right that's probably what triggered you not triggered but like you kind yeah, of bells went off because some yeah. of the advice he got was maybe even problematic right so, so what's the question the question was my financial advisor is telling me to pause roth payments over canceling my whole life policy so and then he provides some context so he's worked with this financial advisor for a few years and recently he got me to invest in a whole life account. However, after a home purchase, my monthly expenses have gone up and I need to make some decisions to lower my monthly expenses. When I brought this up, I got pushed back in several emails with the most telling me the title that I should stop paying into my Roth and instead keep paying for whole life. So he was surprised because everything that this users heard from others and including himself says it is smarter to make payments to a Roth account, especially since he's still in the lower tax bracket. And then any thoughts, is my guy worth it? Should I send him packing? Am I wrong? (laughs) Should I pause my Roth payments? Yeah. So let's unpack this question a little bit because there's a lot of terms that we probably know, but let's flesh out the scenario. So basically he says title is the situation. Right, mm-hmm. so he's he's talking about his home, he uh, the the home he owns, right? Right. He has right. monthly expenses, and those monthly expenses have gone up. Right. And now he, so maybe this is his heating and his his utilities, internet, car, but just life expenses. They, yeah. you know, after his home purchase, just like with mine, my home gym, like my expenses are getting crazy now. I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Right. And. Right. You know, uh, what he's asking is I've worked with this CFP for a few years and um, he got me to invest in a whole life account. Can you explain what that is real quick? So this is a whole life policy, a life insurance policy that lasts for your lifetime. So it's a permanent policy, gives a death benefit if you pass away. And then also with a whole life policy, because it lasts for your entire lifetime, it has a savings component. So like a portion of your premium payment that you pay for the insurance also gets saved in an account. Okay. Got it. So so here's the part, here's the part I'm confused about his question. I think he forgot to finish his sentence or something because he said, when I brought 
this up and that is his expenses going up. And he, so I guess what he's trying to do is pause his or cancel his whole life policy. Right. Cause if you don't make your payment into your whole life policy, they cancel your coverage. Yeah. Right? So when he brought that up to his CFP, I don't know if it's a CFP. Oh, okay. Sorry to, to whoever this is, his advisor, his yeah. advisor. Um, he got pushback in several emails from this advisor the most yeah. recent telling him the title, telling me the title. So I don't know what he means by that. Do you know what he means by that? Telling the, the title, like the title of the Reddit post. So that the most recent thing was that the advisor told oh. him, stop putting money okay, in your Roth, but keep paying for your life insurance. Yeah. We need to help people with grammar, but okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with the most recent <laughs> telling me uh, to pause Roth payments over canceling whole life. Right. Okay. Right. And then he was surprised. So again, I'm just unpacking this. He was surprised because everything he's heard uh, says it's smart. It's a good decision to make payments to a Roth account, especially since he's in a lower tax bracket. So, so, so the core question here is do, does he cancel or pause the Roth payments, which is what his advisor is telling him rather Mm -hmm. than cancel the whole life? But he has right. this dilemma because he's making his his income or his income probably has stayed stagnant, but his expenses, but his expenses are rising. So he's up, trying yeah. to find places to cut back. Exactly. And he's now wondering why his now I just want to read the first comment that's that's by Hog Daddy. Sorry, Hog Daddy, for calling you out. <laughs> but um he says something that I think is, you know, as a salesperson, I find offensive. <laughs> because I, you know, the, there's always this implication that salespeople or anybody with a commission are just out to get you. They don't care about you. They don't care about, which I think is a false perspective. It is true sometimes, but it's not like that's, that's where a lot of people's mind goes right away. So what he hog daddy says, I won't say the whole title, but hog daddy says, if here's his answer, if you drop the whole life policy, he drops commission. So right. that's the why. So in other words, that's why he's giving the advice. Now right. maybe that's true. I don't know. And be. so I think it's something to consider when you are in these situations. But I think like maybe there's other things too. Like don't think only in that one dimensional way. And that's exactly why I thought this one was super interesting because I knew before I even looked at the comments that they were all going to be centered around. Yeah, because you're your financial advisor is a sales guy and he sold you that insurance policy. And of course he's not going to want you to cancel it because that's how he got paid. Right. Yeah. But as a planner, right, there are needs for life insurance and secondarily, unlike a Roth account where you just open one life insurance requires you to get approved for coverage right? Mm -hmm. And so that approval is contingent upon a lot of different factors. The most heavily weight are like your health and your age. So if this person's young and he needed life insurance coverage and he got approved, if he lets it go, now he does not have that coverage anymore. And it's not like he could just pick it back up in a year or two right? Mm -hmm. He's going to have to go through the underwriting process again and get reapproved. And more than likely, it's going to be more expensive in two years because he's two years older. Something could have happened health-wise and he can't get coverage anymore. So 
there needs to be more consideration first before you immediately default to saying this guy's in it because he sold the product, right? Now, I'm not saying that's not the case because that's very common as well, right? I think the problem is clearly in the communication back with this guy and his advisor, he's not clarifying, he's not providing any context as to why he's making that that justification for, no, you need to keep this whole life policy, right? I can immediately think of one thing, which is he's a new homeowner. So that means he just took out a mortgage. And we can already tell from his his comments that his income is limited. So if he's got a kid or a, a spouse that's dependent on him, that life insurance policy would be way more beneficial if he gets killed to the kid and the wife than a little Roth account would be. Right. And so that's a huge decision maker right there is like, okay, if we have limited resources, what is our greatest risk? And it could be that the greatest risk is not retirement, saving for retirement. It's about protecting the people that are dependent on your income. Yeah. And this, so I, I, I do think when you pointed it out to me, it was just like a generic question, but when you pointed it out and thought about it a little bit more, it seemed this is probably a, a real situation that a lot of people have in many ways and the way yeah. that they make the decision sometimes could be based on a Reddit comment that f- that you know makes them feel in the moment what might f- be the the most emotionally helpful or or whatever re- reaction. So that this is a very emotional reaction if he cancels only because he thinks this guy's wrong because he wants a commission because he's trying to you know and that's the only reason to not cancel your whole life. Like right. Jake is saying, there's a lot more to it, and there are real reasons why you shouldn't do that, depending, or at least why you should really consider before. Now, if it's a question of, I'm sure, losing the house versus this, but obviously, you, yeah, yeah. So, this is what a financial advisor could help you with is that sometimes there are other decisions, like maybe this guy's going out for steak restaurants every night, or you know, like five, five days a week, or whatever, even twice a week. And so he's got all these other expenses that we don't, or he did a home gym where he's about, it's like, wait, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Right. Like maybe we yeah. need to figure out how to, how to uh, cut back on, you, you can't go out as much for the next couple months until you get your finances under control. And right. so you have to budget a little bit more because you need your whole life and your 401k. And, right. and really right now we can pause your 401k to give you a little bit of extra leverage and then we can redo it later. Right. Here's what happens when you, so like, this is, you know, why I think having uh, someone like Jake, a CFP in particular can help with organizing your decision-making because this is one dimensional thinking, thinking basically. Now Um, I will, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I think there, as I look through more of the comments, this particular user that posted this question gives a little more context to why he got whole life in the first place. Ah. And so, and I think that it is something that's important to understand. And like, that's why what a good advisor would do for you is like helping you understand why whole life insurance in particular was the right product for you. Right. So there's also life insurance that we've talked about on the show before. That's called term insurance, which is just, purely life insurance. There's no savings component and the life insurance stays in place for a fixed period of time. And those types of insurance are a lot cheaper 
than a whole life policy. So whole life policies have very specific needs in a very specific situation. So if we took that piece out, right, the, 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 the um, decision-making between life insurance versus retirement is one thing. But then if you look a little closer, okay, but now did it make sense for this guy to really have this crazy fancy type of life insurance mm. that's probably really expensive, right? Okay. Perhaps there could have been a happy medium where he could probably be accomplishing both, putting money into his Roth and having some life insurance coverage if he had just had a term policy that's a lot cheaper than having this big fancy whole life policy. Yeah, so some of the comments now some of the comments that come before the you know the advice uh, before the original poster mm. comes back and posts is all basically making the assumption yeah. Um, you know, like I advise you to buy my policy and pay insanely high fees because I would like, I would like one day to buy a yacht. Like that's, that's what he's saying, you know, as the advisor or the seller in this case. Right. Um, yeah. you know, and there's, there's a whole bunch of those views. He made money off the front end, makes very little after year one. So there's some people defending the advisor, like he already made his money. So why does he want to, you know? I guess yeah. a little bit, but it's all basically the advice is all around this idea of whether or not this guy makes a commission or not and how much of a commission. And, mm -hmm. and so like the implication being again, that his motivation is that, uh, you know, is making the commission only now that could be it. Cause like you're right. saying, there's some later on where like the original poster says the OP as the kids call it says, <laughs> <laughs> says, you know, he asked, do you have any financial advisor recommendations? Yeah. I'm sort of coming to terms with this sadly. Right. So he's, um, so he's coming to terms with the idea that the person is a, an insurance salesman that's right. coloring their advice rather than an advisor. And exactly. And yeah. that could be the case. Yeah. That could, could be, be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it may be that he just talked to this person, thought he was an advisor and mm -hmm. it was really just someone trying to sell. Um, Something, right. something. Right. So maybe they didn't. Yeah. He didn't need this whole life insurance. Yeah. Or at and least he not this big vehicle. Right. That might not be the right vehicle. Right. Yeah. Because, like I said in the beginning, I could argue that you need life insurance if you have anyone dependent on you, and now you have a mortgage, right, to keep them in the house if you yeah. die. But that doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be a whole life policy. It could be yeah. a very inexpensive term policy, which might be a better approach. But so that what that's what leads me to think okay probably what the com what the the negative comments are about the insurance salesman are correct mm -hmm. i think the the issue i have initially is that that's where they go first because yeah, they didn't none, even ask questions none of these exactly yeah. none of these <laughs> comments say anything about well do you actually need life insurance though like remember yeah, exactly. the need for life insurance yeah. right yeah. and that's where i get a disconnect and that's where it's really challenging sometimes in this profession to overcome some of that because this is the narrative that people have in their head about the work that people like me do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's um, <laughs> what's really crazy in a sense is that this, just to give some context, so I'm sharing the screen a little bit, but just to give context, this is one day. And that he have over 500 comments. Oh my uh, God, you're right. 
Yeah, this is 24 hours. And he's part, the OP is, um, you know, involved in this a lot, actually, in the conversation. He's talking about 23 hours ago, my father's notoriously, you know, he's, he's, why do you feel you need a financial advisor? Somebody asked him. He says, my father was notoriously bad with money and he died. I linked up with this guy shortly after that, mostly. So, like, he, he, yeah. you know, there's all this guy, uh, the original poster is genuinely, I think, trying to figure out what to do with mm-hmm. his money and his time and or with his money and, and how to plan his finances. But the problem is, and, and look, I think this is a good thing in a sense, but the issue is this, you know, question of what should he, you know, what, what kind of decision should he be making should not come necessarily from random people on the internet. So yeah. it's one. So I guess the advice I'm trying to get to is just use the internet and be cautious. So I, it's good that he, you know, like if you're alone or you don't have good advisors or friends, even that are good with money at all, then I think this is a good thing for him to do. He should ask questions and, you know, it looks like he's doing the right thing. Um, but at some point it does merit having the right kind of professional on your team. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think having a financial advisor of a certain kind and understanding the different kinds of financial advisors, who's on mm-hmm. commission, when are they on commission, what specifically is there this is episodes we've had about financial advisors in the past. Right. Um, so you can make the decision and then you can kind of figure out finding, you know, shopping around for the right one for you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think so. we should try and post this. Episode, episode on this uh, comment or something comment thread because uh, you know this guy needs help <laughs> yeah i mean he legitimately is like yeah he feels i feel for him because based on his comments he kind of feels like he got screwed but i think there's certainly ways in which you can like you you own a house right that's a huge accomplishment right there so let's you know shift priorities and maybe shift resources but certainly I think there are better ways to accomplish this than for, you know, him to just be hearing from all these people that, cause now like his perception might be, I'm just not going to work with a financial advisor ever. Exactly. That's a yeah. experience. And now he's just going to run away from it and not put himself in a good position moving forward. Well, this is, so this is something I always tell people, cause I've been in sales my whole, most of my life, basically my whole adult life in some fashion, my father was in sales and there are and I'm blanking on the title of, but there are books out there. Oh, the psychology of persuasion, for instance, by uh, professor Robert Childani. And I really think that whether you're in sales or not, you should learn a little bit about sales, sales tactics, uh, because you should, you should understand what's happening because that is part of living in a free market or free market ish thing that we have, where you're going to have people, you know, who are incentivized and that's just the way it is. They're incentivized to make the sale. They're not going to think about like the only person who cares about you is you really. And so you have to kind of be responsible on some level for some of this stuff too. Like it's, mm-hmm. you can't just blame Cause the, I don't know that the salesman was like, if he didn't lie, right? Like it's his job is to convey information about whole life and to right. try to sell the whole life. Your job is to figure out, 
to how to ask the right questions because he's not going to go to your house and spend months with you to figure out what's the right decision for you. His job is to you know sell as much of this insurance as he can, and right. you have to be an adult and figure out how to do this and you know figure out how to like. Well, I I think I need insurance. He's right, but I need to figure out what's the right kind of insurance. He's you know he's not going to tell me everything unless you know I I ask him. So you know, what's mm-hmm. going on. He's obviously going to start with the biggest package. Cause that's what, and then he's going to just go down from there. So you need to be responsible for this. this is something I think uh, older generations did have more intuitive or they were in America were more trained in it. So for instance, when I was a kid buying my first car, my dad mm-hmm. taught me how to negotiate with the car salesman. Like he taught me how to like the car salesman wants to get the most out of it. He's not evil. He just wants to get, cause that's his right. job. So mm-hmm. you need to know how to get the most out on your end, right? You need to know how to like ask the right questions. So he taught me how to like, well, do I need this? Is this like extra features and thing I really need? What is it for? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't let's scrap that. Right. Okay. Let's get it down to like, you know, another, let's cut off $2,000. That's what I need to be at. Right. And like, just advocate for yourself. And that's mm-hmm. true in everything. Financial advisors, investment account managers, everything you deal with that has any kind of, I don't know, reliance yep. on an expert. Right. Even when it comes need- to doctors, you need to yeah. advocate for yourself as as a final arbiter. You're Absolutely. the final arbiter. Yep. That's the That's- real. And Reddit could be one place to get some knowledge if you need to. What yeah. inf- information? Yep. So that's my rant. Yep. I think that's a good that's good advice for sure. Okay. So All right. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of Jake of All Trades. Be sure to check us out on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Take care. We'll see you next time. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.